Welcome everyone back to the Book and Life podcast. We are going to have one of the most fantastic guests on the show today. And I can say that because I've worked with her and she's worked with me. Bless her socks. And she's also probably been my biggest supporter when it comes to changing the world of romance with some of me and Joe's um, beautiful messages and books. But before before we get into that, that, and we've learned everything everything there possibly possibly is to learn about Danielle, we are going to have a quick advert for Shirley, for Marianne Marianne Curley's The Shadow, which is her fourth book in The Time Guardian, and it's a children's novel. The battle is over, the war is won, the prophecy complete, but life can't just pick up where it left off for Ethan. Struggling to cope with tragic loss, at odds with friends in the guard, he finds himself adrift, jumping at shadows and sensing someone who can't possibly be there. Blowing herself... Blaming, Blaming sorry, herself, herself for the goddess, goddess Athena's death, death. Giselle fears revenge, revenge and will follow the, the immortal's, immortal's plan for world, world domination. Giselle hasn't planned, planned on love. love. And that and leaves that her with an unbearable choice. Should she follow her heart or the strings of a goddess? Short. On praise but high on expectations, she continues to pull her from the grave. As the guard and the order battles through the past into the impossible, impossible future, future, darkness, darkness works around, around every corner. corner. The fight the for fight the world's the survival, survival rests, rests with just, just one. one. Is it friend, Is it friend or foe, foe who stands in the shadow? shadow. So, so make sure to make check, sure that, to check book that book out because our book five is in the works and it's going to be even better than that. Now to Danielle! Hello! Normally I'm on your podcast. This is my first time time having having you. I know this is this is different. I like it. I like being the uh, guest. (laughs) It's less hassle, hassle, isn't it? It really is. It's just fun. I'm really relaxed right now. I just made myself a hot chocolate. If you heard that, I'm sorry. Um, Oh no, it didn't pick up. You fine. That's good because it was loud. (laughs) I was a little concerned. Um, Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Um, I was happy that you asked me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but I was putting it together. together. I was like, who do I actually, actually want to want sit, sit for an hour and, hour and a half and talk to? And your name your came, up, came first. up first. Well, that's and then good. Joe's... I don't think many people have that thought. So. No, and then, no, then like, because it was like, I was like, well, who do I find interesting? And I'm like, Marianne Curley, Daniel Sizzler, Joey Legend. Oh, by the way, me and Joey Legend, we start at the world of wrestling. Very feministic. I apologize now. You guys have already heard it, but Danielle's going to hear it, so, you know. Um, But yeah, no, like, I mean, we talk about making our own genre, because when you and me got together, wrestling romance didn't exist, right? No. And this was before Laurie had come on the scene, Laurie Carrington, who's sadly no longer with us. Yeah. And she did a series. And it was like, we were really breaking the mold because it was not something that was accepted. It wasn't wasn't something something that was discussed, discussed. and And here we are pushing the boat out, and and there was very few publishers publishers that would take a risk on us, and if it wasn't wasn't for your help, help, we would never have gone with a mainstream, mainstream, well, a semi-mainstream publisher. Um, So yeah, you really kind of were the shooting star press, I always say, for the rest of the romance to start. I was really excited about it. I thought it was different, and I am... I love romance no matter what, and I can find romance in any kind of situation, I think. 
Um, I, I have so many ideas have. for books. I really could. I mean, I could give you like 30 ideas for books right now. I really could. You could write them all down. <laughs> you could do... Actually, I have a really good one in my head right now. I was um, talking to somebody. Um, I, I'm trying to think of where the heck that was. Oh, I was on a, a chat in Telegram, on Telegram, uh, the app. Yeah, and yeah. Um, it was so... I was looking at all these like conspiracy theories and stuff, and I I don't believe they're conspiracy theories. I believe it's the truth. <laughs> but let's just say um, I was looking at one of these conspiracies, and um, I thought it was so interesting. And I immediately my mind went, "Ooh, romance!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's like it's I've so done funny that too. Yeah, it was this horrible situation, but all I could think is love. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you said about because you were having a discussion before we started recording this? Uh, you said you were doing DoorDash. I you know, DoorDash in love, like falling in love with your DoorDash driver. Wait, here it goes. Ready? Dash into love. Yeah. See, there you go. There's your next book. Yeah, it is. It's, it's perfect. I'm terrible though, because like, like I always I inspire you. Then you go then you away go with like away with, sixty like, stories, ideas, ideas, and I'm like sitting there with I, one. I, I'm maybe. telling you, I could give you so many ideas right now, and I could outline the books for you, and you could just write them. I don't want to do it. Yeah, um, yeah, I would. I, would. I, I, I mean, I could do that. I actually have been tossing the idea around for quite a long time now because I'm kind of in this new zone where writing isn't taking any kind of precedence, but I love to come up with the ideas. So yeah, I was yeah, thinking about sure. selling my ideas to people and like, um, you would make, you would a, make fortune a fortune on Fiverr. You know, that. I, I, I really, I really do think so. Yeah, I actually do. Yeah. And, um, I know somebody that uses, uses Fiverr. Fiverr I, can I can say that. Say that. Like, like I have I to have use Fiverr for yeah. editing and you know, I'm very and there creative. Was like, yeah. Because there was, there was at one point I was going to, like, pick you up for reading. Like, I was going to, like, buzz you and say, hey, do you want to, like, make some bucks, you know, do some editing for me? Because it's, like, Fiverr is the new place. Like, every editor has ditched the chat rooms, has ditched the groups, and is all now on Fiverr. Because you can guarantee to get paid. They have to pay you up front. And they hold it till you're finished. And then they give you the money at the end. Yeah, I actually am on Fiverr. And, um... Yeah, I've done covers and stuff. So for a couple of years, actually, I did nonstop book covers, and I, yeah. I've yeah. made off oh, th- thousands of book covers. Um, yeah, of course. And of course. I made tons of money off of it, and um, and I mean, and I only charge like five dollars a cover. So, um, did you get I smart on Fiverr, Fiverr and realize, okay, okay, I could probably, I could probably make more money, money off of no, this? No, I know I could make more money, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Ah, okay. I didn't want to. Um, I, I mean, I want to make money, but I didn't want to raise the prices because I know how it is to be an author that really has to pay for everything that they do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah we I do. have this like moral conscience, and my moral conscience tells me that like I have to give the people the five dollar cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the thing about it is, it's like I, I started doing that. And then I would have people say, well, can you change this? Can you change that? But what they would do is they would change the title of their book. So basically they're getting book one and book two and it's such horse shit. So then I started getting irritated about it. But, um, yeah, there's authors that don't do that that though. though. Like, I mean, there's most most of us are genuine and honest people. Right. But there there are, and I, I knew it. And so like, um. I started getting a little irritated, but I did this for a long time. I said a couple of years and I was making just a, a boatload of money. And um, 
I had a blast with it. And actually, you know, I might actually go back into doing it again. But yeah, um, yeah. right now, I'm kind of. I think we've lost you. <laughs> you've, uh, I think you've muted yourself. Oh, there we go. You're back. Okay. Oh, there I am. Sorry. Um, yeah, it said recording stopped. I saw that, but. And the funny yeah, thing it, is, it, 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 stops it stops automatically, automatically if, 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 if you're, you're uh, disconnected, disconnected or if you lose, you lose your sound. You know, the funny it's thing a very, is, smart, very program, smart program. So, so yeah, I got a uh, phone call because we had to do this on my phone because my stupid computer wouldn't work. <laughs> But I yep, got a yep. phone call, but I have it on here. Do not disturb. And it went through the do not disturb. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah, of the yeah I, I've, got I've got the same, same problem with my, with new, my iPhone. new iPhone. I got, I got it, it the other the day, day contract, contract, obviously. obviously. And, and it's the same. same. Like, my, like do my do not disturb, disturb does, does not actually, actually mean, mean do not yeah, disturb. It's really disturbing. Or they or hide they my text is the other thing. Like, I have to go searching for my text messages because... They don't, they don't pop, pop up, up, but the but calls, calls tell. Oh, oh, I, I, just, I get just get frustrated with hell with it. Um, no. So, what, like, like I mean, I mean from, from your perspective, what are you what working, are you working on, on right, right now that you want to tell the readers about? about? What's, What's the, the next, next book, book that you're you're, you're bringing, bringing out, out that you want everyone to know everything about? Okay. Um. Hold on. One. I mean, I know I'm like totally killing you. What is the name of this program again? Because for some reason now it just went off my phone and I don't see it. Oh, it's oh, Riverside it's FM. FM. Um, everybody, everybody out there, if you're going to do a podcast, podcast Riverside FM, FM is the one that you want to be with. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's a very smart program. It's really great for doing this um, because it, it, it edits a lot of stuff that I don't have to edit. Because do you remember when we used to do yours? It was like... Oh my god, oh my the, god the, the amount of stuff, stuff it, would it would take to get it yeah. to work. And this, and this is like is the like best the program, program I've worked with since then. So, so I use I this use like all the time. But yeah, I use like, uh, yeah, and I have and to I use Ask. Ask. I use ACAST for like promotion. And then I also use Podbean, which gets it everywhere. So yeah, it's good. And they give me plenty of time too. Like, they give they me, give like, me like, as much time as, as I want per podcast. I don't need to worry about timing. timing. I don't need to worry about adverts and stuff. So, yeah, I, 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 I was lucky. I, was lucky. I, got, I got told, told by, a by a lot of friends, friends like, like here, here, use this program, program. Yeah, it looks use awesome. this mic, and everything. Before I did it, because I was not going to do the podcast. I was like, no, I want to do it as a show. I want to do it as a show. And then my friend was like, Sorry. Yeah, you, yeah, asked, you me asked me to. Me. Yeah, you yeah, were like, yeah. Crystal, why don't you do a podcast? And yeah. I'm like, and uh, yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of weird, but I'm glad you did it. So, um, so you're asking me about my book. Um, so I'm working on a book called The Stairs to Andalai, and I've worked on it for so long, it's ridiculous. But it's all about this um, vision I had when I was a kid, and um, so it's kind of. Like, I've had the idea of everything for, oh, my God, since I was about six years old. Yeah. And um, I think I was about six. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when I was six years old, my dad was taking me to this uh, um, baseball game. Yeah. And yeah. I love baseball. <clears throat> Absolutely love baseball. I love it. And... It was a professional ball game, Cleveland Indians. I'm from Ohio. No. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, 
you know, I want to see. see. I want to go, go to one. one. I do want to go yeah. to an action baseball game. I want to go to a hockey game too. And a football game. Have to. I've done wrestling, so why don't I do the other sports? So you want to do American football or or your football? Like I, never wanna wanna do, I never want to do, do soccer. I actually <laughs> do watch the NFL. I do watch the NFL. Like I get the NFL highlights and stuff, and I'll sit and I'll watch the NFL highlights. I find I find them funny. Like the highlights and stuff. The commentary is always funny. So yeah, yeah. Well, I love baseball, and um, I like to play baseball. I love everything about it. Um, and um, anyway, I went to a game, and I was little, and my dad. I had to go to the bathroom and, you know, as a, as a girl, my, my mom wasn't there. I think my mom was at work or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, as a dad having a little girl, you can't take the little girl into the men's restroom. No, you no, can't. You can't. You really so you can't. could take yeah. boys into a women's restroom. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You know, we take anybody. I mean, hell, I'll take anybody in there. Um, but at the time you couldn't take, I mean, of course at the time, nobody should take a little girl into a men's restroom ever. No, I so, never, anyway, ever. that's really sick. Um, <clears throat> but um, anyway, so my dad had to let me go into the bathroom. So anyhow, this is how it goes. But I had this, um, I don't know. <laughs> I know what Definitely. it is, but it's going to sound nuts when I say. It. So I went into the bathroom and, you know, I sit down and go to the bathroom, all that jazz. And then the next thing I know, I'm sort of like transported into this whole like different world okay and so i have this this memory this of course thought you know imagination whatever you want to call it of me going to this place so obviously it wasn't like a very long time i was there because it was in the bathroom <laughs> yep yeah, but course, I, was a, I was a silly little girl and um you know i was very happy and um very well taken care of and Anyway, the whole thing starts out as I went into this place, this different place. And um, uh, so the book is all about this special place that I went to. Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a restroom. <laughs> so it was like. Yeah, um, I know some readers would be like, some of the listeners would be like, is she right. trying to get a book about the bathroom, bathroom trip? No, not at all. No, no. No, um, if, if anybody's ever read about um, a place called Agartha. Or Agartha. So or Narnia. Set- no, not Narnia. No, no, no. But, I mean, no, this is, um... Similar, 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 similar transportation, transportation idea, though. Sort of. <laughs> you think, <laughs> you about, think it. about it. They went sort into of. a wardrobe. You went into a bathroom. Same idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this book, we go downstairs. But, um... Oh, there you go. <laughs> but, to be fair, there was, like, a... It was, like, a tunnel almost all right cool so anyway but it's not anywhere close to narnia i i do i do feel like there it's funny because i even i said something to my husband about it. i was like you know what people are gonna think this is like narnia but it's not um funny that's, that's where that's my mind went to straight away well, and, and and i know and i understand that but this is actually something that like and funny funnily enough because i kind of was a little bit paranoid about that so i was like so the beginning of the story, I changed massively so it wouldn't seem like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't even that anyway, because I guess what I got into my head, like, ooh, people might think that, like, I was doing that, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. You should but never let that be an issue, because, I mean, no. it, 
every every idea is original. You know, we all borrow from each other constantly. There is no official, you know, clean non-inspired or tainted idea anymore well and i believe that we're all working with the cosmic consciousness so we're all getting our ideas out of air anyway and if we all are then we've all had the same freaking idea a million times if you look at yeah exactly if you look at all the the movies and the books are out we've all written those movies and books yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean yeah okay so I, i wrote a book an entire book amazing book about this whole thing and it was amazing and guess what i turned on netflix and it was on tv and it was so (laughs) funny because earl's like oh my god danielle that's your book i said yeah no shit now i can't put it out and it was so funny because it was the same exact thing i mean almost everything the only thing that changed was the names that was it Uh, i've seen that that. i've had it was so frustrating but it was so funny and i and i loved it and it was like i got to watch my book come to life even though it wasn't like mine i guess yeah but it was amazing and that's kind of when i i just sort of gave up but it was i'm 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 waiting waiting for the 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 explosion of the wrestling wrestling romance can i just state state? like if there's like like a a, a whole whole consciousness consciousness out there there, guys guys, wrestling wrestling romance romance, come come on Like, like, I cannot, I cannot be the, be only, the person only person out here, here writing, writing stories. stories. Like, like, I mean, I, I did mean, Summer I did of Him. him. Summer of Him was, like, an erotic, an erotic author, author who gets entitled to the wrestler at a convention, convention you, know? you know? And they've and all they've got all this got twisted, twisted little past past in the links and stuff. And stuff. I, cannot I cannot be the, be the only person, person that thinks, ooh, I would, I'd be with a wrestler, you know? Like, they're good-looking guys, a lot of them now. I think that the whole stigma is that it's like Oh, we have lost Danielle. There we go. There we go. You were saying about the stigma. stigma. Yeah, I think there's this whole stigma about... um, you know, these guys are out there and it's this whole drama and it's like this little event. And like, I know a lot of women that think the whole wrestling thing's absolutely ridiculous, you know, especially like WWF, stuff like that. And, um, but you know, if they could watch it and just like appreciate it for what it is, then they would be like, it would be so different. It would be like, um, well, I mean, okay. For instance, I've, I've taken a lot of shit over the last few years about like um, about like hallmark romance right like those christmas movies yeah and and i mean let's face it they're ridiculous they are so stupid right but we love them because they're so sweet and it's like it's christmas and it's like oh it's so romantic and it's snowing oh we already know what's gonna happen and i love it when men put put that on me they're like you know you know it's gonna happen it's like yeah no shit that's why i watch it yes i think and then there's bridgerton as well well. right i watch it because it's not so depressing i watch it because it's happy at christmas time and i want to be happy i mean exactly i mean i'm not watching it for for uh like brain cells you know exactly no i mean there's there's plenty of shows you can watch if you wanted that yeah if i really want to think i watch it because i genuinely love love right yeah Um, yeah. right and i mean that's the thing so why do the men and women such as yourself watch wrestling why do you watch it 
Mm, mm, I, I, I watch, watch it because I like the, the women, women in it, actually, actually a, lot a lot of the time, time but I do have, have some, some of the guys that, that I will physically stay on the show, the show watch it watch to the, it the end, end, because some of the guys, guys I actually, I actually genuinely, genuinely like. But I like guys that I cannot tell where the story's going. And right now, I've been introduced to Ollie Lee Dressling, and Ollie Lee Dressling has... Three, three new stars, new stars on, it, on it, right? And, and honestly, honestly Daniel, if you, if you read, read, you have you read, read Pin because you, you published it. it. Yeah, I found, I found the, character the character from Pin on all elite, elite wrestling. Yeah. He, is exactly he is exactly like I described, like I described him, him in the novel, in the novel. down to the T, right? And his name is Darby Allen. Okay, I had no idea Darby Allen existed. Prior, prior to writing, to writing this, book. this book, not a clue, not a clue. And, it and it tickles, tickles my sense of humor, humor watching him wrestle every, every week, doing the doing crazy, crazy crap, crap that, that my character, my character does, does naturally, naturally in the novel. In the novel. And, I and I laugh because so it's like, a, like, write a book yeah, about that, yeah. you know, like write a sequel. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I, now I, you I, have I'm it. tempted. I'm tempted. I'm very tempted. And now you have it, right? Now you have the whole sequel because here's here here's here's what you have. You have this He's guy, there. right? Yeah. yeah, and it's so easy now, right? It's so easy because yeah. now you actually have this physical being to write about. And it was so funny to me. And then, and then remember, remember we talked once about, once about um, um, there was this there particular, was this particular Jewish, Jewish love story that I come up with. And it was originally inspired by Maya Man called Kokbana, right? Because he's got this long nose, okay? And somebody said to me, Maybe, Maybe men, men with long, with long noses, noses could be good at certain, certain things, things. Right? right? And I thought, okay, I didn't see where it was going, going to begin with, okay? I was a little I'm slow. Really slow. Yeah, yeah, right? And my face is really red now. <laughs> yeah, like, you know where I'm going. So I had to sit and think about it. And then, funnily enough, I was working on it a couple nights ago. Well, it was a couple nights before I ever watched All Elite Wrestling. And I clicked on All Elite Wrestling. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, MGF. MGF, I burst, I burst out, out laughing because I literally saw my character, character in you as you walked out, and I went beetroot red, and I thought, I can't release I can't that release book that now, book because, now. because, because if, if I release it, it MGF's going to think I wrote some, some steamy novel about you, and it's not about you. But am I going to do it? Probably. But am I going to admit? Yeah, I'll probably put some, like, for MGF for or something, something in it, it. you know, just, no, just no, as a, a wink, 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 nudge, nudge. But, but if it wasn't if it for wasn't people like Kokagana and for MGF, my work probably would not be as good as it is. Because it makes me laugh that my stuff could have that kind of impact, you know? I think it's exciting. I think it's exciting, like, to be able to finally find the face to the people I, get I mean, most in, of the time in, I have the face, like I yeah, have the, yeah. in my head, who they are. And then it's funny, like I'll meet someone, like they're a doppelganger, you know, I'm like, oh my God, yeah, that's yeah. the same person that I wrote. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But here's, but the, here's thing the thing, for, thing me, for me, though. Like, like I am, I am in, the in the world of wrestling, wrestling, you know, as you know, a writer, as, writer, as, as podcaster. Podcast right. So, so I, do I do have conversations with us. I'm terrified to go on a show. With, a, with, a, with somebody, with somebody that, is that is the character of my book, of my book. because, because I'm, like, I'm like, how's that going to go? go? You know, you know 
if they read the book and then they come on the show, is this going to be awkward? Is it going to be an hour and a half of Crystal being awkward because she's got images of the romance story the way that I love it in my head and I'm looking at this person thinking, oh, okay. Like, I have to keep myself in that situation. Like, when I wrote Joe's love story, I still I still get embarrassed sometimes when I go on with him because I'm like... You know, because you, know, like, you, you have to imagine the people that you're running for in certain positions and compromising, compromising situations, situations, and, and it yeah, is very hard to kind of not go there. So, so I, I, I do I worry do about that. But, but I think that's funny. My professionalism, I think, would shine through. I think I would. I would. I think I'd be okay. I would probably be very red in the interview, but I would. I I think I'd be okay. That's why I um, like the uh, podcast idea not seeing people's faces. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you're using Riverside <laughs> FM so we can see each other to make it more comfortable for my guests. Um, so I actually, I was in my pajamas earlier and I was like, I really want to do my podcast in my pajamas. I'm like, no, I have to be professional and go get a t-shirt and a jumper on. You know, I have a regular t-shirt on, right? Yeah, and then pajama bottoms. Yep, I was totally going to do that. And I'm like, no, I can't because it's like pink fluffy pajamas with bunny rabbits on them. I'm like, I really can't get away with that. Um, but no, I laugh now because um, you know I'm a spitfire, right? Like, it's a nickname of mine that's got passed around the writing community on occasion. And uh, And, uh, one of my friends friends wrestling wrestling was like, I would hate for you to sit in an interview with MGF or or CM Punk because, Crystal, your mic skills skills would come into play. play. You would automatically go to what you know and you would rip them apart or you would embarrass them if they pushed your buttons. And let's face it, they would push your buttons. So, like, there is times in the podcast where I'm a bit like, should I be doing this? Um... But I'm getting getting better. better. I'm getting better with my 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 temperament. temperament. My temper temper is not as as fiery red as my hair used to be. Which is why I dyed my hair red, funnily enough, because it was like a warning. Hey, hot tempered. Pay attention. That's not true, right? I have red hair. I'm not like completely. I know that, but it was like over here in Scotland, it's known if you've got red hair, don't push their buttons because you do not know what you're going to get. But, but I do get a lot of people say a lot of people will look at me like that. They'll be like, are you ready? Like, you know, you get really uh, angry really fast. I'm like, no, it takes a lot. But once I do, buddy, get the heck away from me because it's bad. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I'm, I'm the same. same. If, if I get, I get set, set off, off yeah. like it does like, it take does quite a bit to get me because I've, I've had yeah, some same. very challenging situations. But if you but do if get you under, get my, under skin, my skin, I just, I just oh, it's like, it's honestly, like, honestly Spitfire, Spitfire is probably the best, best term for me because I just yeah. don't stop. I just do not, do not have to stop. So I find that fun. Well, we're going to get into the book conversation. Okay. So this could be interesting because like, I don't know how much you've been reading lately. Some people during the pandemic read a lot, some haven't. So we'll see. Uh, what, uh, is, what the is the book that book you've read, read recently that stuck with you the most? Um, you know, I've been re- I read this small book. I've read a ton of books this year. Um, oh, cool, cool. <clears throat> yeah, actually, that's what we, we like to hear. Yeah, I've actually read a lot. Um, so I'm I just read um, the Four Agreements. Oh, that's, that's different. different. And it is. 
very interesting. Um, and I really love it. And, um, it's, it's about these agreements that you make. Um, sort of like you don't realize that you're doing a lot of it. And it talks right. about like living this, but like you live a better life. Once you realize, once, once you realize these agreements that you've made, yeah. like they're yeah. contracts, like unsaid contracts, like maybe you made a contract, like I made so many, it's ridiculous. And I didn't realize it. You think a contract's like, um, you're signing your life away, right? <laughs> you know, because you have yeah. to read yeah. all this fine print and everything. Well, you make those contracts on a daily basis. You might say, oh, like I made a contract with you. Like I'm going to be on your podcast yeah you know and i agreed i made this agreement right yeah and then if i go against that agreement that i made it it could do one or two things it might make me very angry or upset or might make you upset or angry if i didn't go on um it could like you know my credibility could be taken away sort of stuff like that so the it's like your actions, right? Yeah. Right, and it's about uh, needless suffering. And so, these four agreements are amazing. And it's like once you realize what they are, it's, it makes so much sense. It's like, so this guy he was like uh, looking for wisdom, right? And yeah, so yeah. he found out that this um, Toltec, um, it's like. He's talking about this guy. He's like a he's like a medicine man, right? And yeah, he's talking yeah. about how he was like in search of basic like happiness and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And like these the the way that we would be happy and like um um he would talk to like it's a shaman. And and he explains that they have a way of living and a way of letting go. So you let this stuff go. And so <clears throat> people that are going to um ascend or like um to Ascension is uh, what we're here for, spiritually, for our souls to, I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about, Um, but we're here to ascend. All the the listeners, because I mean, we've got a lot of different people that that, uh, listen to this that are into Ascension ascension and into into the importance of finding finding inner peace and happiness and things like that. Yeah, so I've been on my own spiritual journey for quite a long time, but... um, I'm also very intuitive. So, um, I had, um, I was drawn to this book and in fact, this book is normally like 10 bucks. I mean, it's very cheap. It's, it's, it's a small book. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, I saw this book at five below actually the store five below. I don't know if you yep, guys have yep. one of those or not. We, we call them charity shops. Shop. Um, but this, um, this shop particular shop, it's, it's a really, very cool shop. They have like a lot of really nice stuff, but it was a $5 book there. And, um, anyway, it talks about the, the five agreements. I'll tell, I just kind of tell you what they are or four agreements. Yeah. Um, be impeccable with your word. Mm -hmm. Uh, don't take anything personally. Always do your best and don't make assumptions. And it's like really amazing because it's all these things that, you know, it seems like, well, pretty damn obvious, right? But you don't really think of those things. And then once once you're, like, in that mindset yeah, yeah. of these agreements, 
And once you understand what they mean, it's sort of like a light bulb moment whenever you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I do make assumptions like, you know how we make assumptions like, oh, she doesn't like me because she didn't um, look over at me and say hi to me when I walked in the door. Maybe she's mad at me or, or, you know, this, you know, Easter, my, my mom didn't make ham and cheese potatoes and you know she knows i love ham and cheese potatoes she must be mad at me you know what i mean i mean it's ridiculous but we get these assumptions we have these assumptions in our head and it makes us suffer right (laughs) because Mm -hmm. we sit there and worry needlessly over these dumb things that are not important like none of that shit's important just let it go and i've been like learning how to let things completely go and i mean it's hard Well, yeah. And at first it's difficult. And especially when you're first starting to realize that you're here for more than just uh, having fun, writing books and reading and doing all this fun, cool shit. Yeah, there's there's a whole different different world out there. And it's funny funny because everything you just said in that book is is the four four pillars pillars of what we teach our children in Scotland. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, reduces it reduces anxiety, anxiety increases, increases better, better mental, mental health, health, it increases, increases better social, social interactions, interactions. It, 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 breaks it breaks down, down the barriers, barriers almost, almost that's put, that's in, put place in place because we because don't we know don't these know four these things. things. And I look and at Ian and he's a perfect example of all four things. And I like that. And I think it's incredible. And I probably would buy that from my mother because my mother does not do all of those four things. She's like... And it's a very, it's very, it's a very good book. It's sort of like one of those books where you're reading it and you kind of feel like a dumbass and you're like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But then you like, it's like, you know, it's like you look at it and you're like, holy cow, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I do all these things, right? Yeah, we all do. But, but, um, I also understand like once I read it, it made sense. Okay. Stop doing that. And it was like, okay. So I stopped. Yeah. And it was like. It was such a release for me. It's like a no-brainer book, but for some reason, I had to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, I, I get it. it. I mean, I've, I've been I've in therapy, therapy for three, four years, years, and it was and all because of my trauma, trauma and, everything, and everything, not letting, not letting it go. It go. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned, I learned like, like, okay, okay if, if I start, I start doing, doing this, this, I need to say, no, Crystal, stop. What are you doing? Take a step back. And, like, questioning why I'm thinking that way. And it has helped a lot with my anxiety. anxiety. It did not help in COVID. COVID. It did not help in COVID at all. But, (laughs) you know, know, it was like, I learned learned so much. And then I was able to pass that on to other people. Like, I used to think I didn't have, I never let go of the fact I didn't feel like I got praise in Shetland from things I did, right? I thought, I thought, oh, that you know, there must be people out to get me there because I never, you know, my programs were never acknowledged as stuff that I started. And then, and then last night, night I hear from my dad, from my dad that my, my own baby, baby cousin, cousin from my from my, from cousin, my cousin uh, uh, won, won a talent show in Shetland called Shetland's Got Talent, and it was and through it was a through dance, dance program, program that she, that she now volunteers in. A program I started over sixteen years ago, and it was that moment of okay, well I don't need credit for that because my my credit is in the fact it still exists. Yeah, you know, and I think our ego just gets so far wrapped up in things that it wants yeah, us yeah. to just be miserable. And the whole part of ascension is um, letting that ego go. 
I mean, you're exactly. always going to have part of your ego. It's going to be there. But you don't let it override all this good stuff. And you do not let it, like, it's not in control, man. You don't let it have the control over you. You let go. Yeah, exactly. Let God. And, you know, it's it's amazing once you let it go and you realize that, like, you know, you started that program, right? So, like you said, the program's still going. Obviously, it's a testimony to how well you you're you've been received. But you don't need that thanks because you ha- should have it within yourself, like for yourself, exactly. like in the the whole thing with um, spiritual ascension and enlightenment. Enlightenment is the fact that we love ourselves enough. We don't have to have anybody else love us. And exactly, exactly, we don't, we need, don't that need that constant, constant reassurance, reassurance and praise. Yeah, we don't need any of that. We're making, we're making a, difference. a difference. And I, I had to I learn had that. To like, learn I had to learn that the hard way because my oh, mother yeah. was, was you know, the way she raised. Yeah, like, the way she raised is I never understood any of this. I never knew any of this existed. Well, and I grew up a very anxious child. Very anxious child. But now I look on it and I think, okay, you know what? It's maybe not the name of the program that I started, and but the program still exists. And when I was at Back in Childhood, I had the woman who ran, you know, the entire youth club program turn to me and she goes, Crystal, you never got credit for half the stuff you did. She's like, I know exactly the stuff you did in this island. And she said, I want to take five minutes to, to thank you for what you did. And in that moment, all that anxiety and hate and, and worry that I had over the Shetland Islands and how people were going to treat me for coming home just disappeared. Because it was like, why am I caring about, you know, all the people I went to school with? You yeah, know, they're, they're they are still living in an island, and I I've made a success of myself. I should be proud of what I've done rather than compare myself to them. And it was just like a light bulb moment of, you know, what this therapy is actually working, and I am actually learning some shit. Yeah, the whole letting go thing is amazing, and the whole like codependence and everything. Um, I I know, like I've gone through that. That was rough for me for a little bit, and um, now I'm on the other side of it, and it's like. I'm so, I feel so much better. That's why it's like, you feel freer. Yeah. I'm very free and I feel great. And I finally love myself and it took 43 years for that to happen, but it's happened. And, and my yeah, husband, yeah. it's so funny. It's like that quote from stepbrothers. He's like, yeah, we're lucky. Cause we get it when we're 40. <laughs> like, yeah. That's right. So well, I'm, now 30, I'm 33 and I'm, and I'm learning, learning it. Like, like oh, man, but man, I, I never, I never learned to be on my own. So yeah. like, so like my, journey my journey now is almost like learning, learning to be okay, to be okay with, being with being alone with myself. With myself. Oh, yeah. because, because I've because always had people around me all the time, and especially when you grow up in hospital, you're never alone. You never have privacy. You never have anything. And I got so used to having people around me, like people to talk to every day for hours at a time, like. And now I'm now almost I'm having to kind of go through this stage of, no, you no, know what, you know Crystal, what, it's okay to be alone with your brain. It's okay to, like, so nice love to yourself. Alone. Yeah, and it's nice to be alone. It's nice to sit and write. You don't have to be talking to somebody all the time. You don't have to have that connection with people all the time. And it's hard. I mean, I'm 33 years old, and this is, like, extremely hard for me to learn, but I'm learning it, and it's... I think if I think we, if we, if we if stop we learning, stop learning as a, as a, you know, if we, you stop, know, if we trying stop trying to learn stuff, stuff about ourselves and about society, society in general every day, then, then we, we, 
we almost become stuck as a human, you know, society, as a, you know, humans, human beings. So I, I like books like that because I think it pushes us to better ourselves constantly to understand. It's a very good book. It's a very good book. And I, um, I've actually read quite a few, um, I have a lot of spiritual books over here. Um, yeah, a ton actually. And I've been going through all of them in the past few years, just, um, sometimes just like flip into the page that God wants me to flip to. And I have this intuitive knowing. I have this intuitive knowing on where to go and I do. And it always has to do with the situation that I'm in. And it's so funny because, you know, before I came on here, I prayed that, you know, that I would do this the right way and that I would understand it would go well for both of us. And, and, um, you know, which I knew it would, I had no anxiety about me talking with you. I've never had that, but, um, no, but it's, it's, uh, it's really good. I think that, um, you know, there's going to be that one person that listens to this that says, Oh, you know, that's what I'm going through right now. And, um, or maybe I should pick up that book because it is, it's a very interesting book, but it's called the four agreements. And it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And, um, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I, I will yeah, be adding that to my Christmas list for my mom because it's, my mom's it's almost really like good. learning all these all stuff, stuff now and she's in her fifties. Mm-hmm. So it's almost so like she's, she's having, having to take the journey, journey that we've already, already gone, gone on. on. But well, she's like, you know, much, we're all like, like, like longer down the, the road of life than we are. So it's a much more bigger adjustment for her. It is. It is for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people that are going through this right now, they're going through this spiritual awakening kind of thing and um, actually learning to sit with themselves for the first time. You know, COVID did that because COVID made people sit down at home and not go outside and they had to be forced to spend time with people. And so many divorces happened because people never really knew who these people were and they don't Mm -hmm. know how to sit quiet. They don't know how to to communicate. They don't know how to... um, to let go of stupid shit <laughs> in order to talk to people. And I, I know that, I, like... I think marriages are convenience, convenience is also being brought up. Like, like, I mean, a lot, I mean, of, people a lot of people have gotten married, married because, because, oh, I, I, I work, work with, with this person, this person and, and, you know, I fell in love with them in the workplace, and then they realize, oh, shit, I have nothing in common with this person outside of work. Well, yeah, months on end, months on end spending time with somebody, I never had an issue with it because... My husband and I are, we get on so well, but, yeah. um, and my kids, I've been home, you know, I've been a home mom and, um, my kids are 19 and 15 now and, um, I know them so well and they know me so well. We just, it was just, it was no big deal. It's like, it It was was nothing. Yeah. It was so easy. And so we never had any, we never had any issues. And when my husband was here for a little bit. Uh, we never had. He loves being at home. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, realized. He realized oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the minor people have realized, realized. Oh my god, god it's, it's, it's really it's nice, nice to be at home. Yeah, and and I I, I, love I, I want to work at home all the time now. I don't want to. I don't really like going out anymore. Like I used to write in cafes. Like I I used to always message you and I'd say, Oh, I'm sitting cost of writing or whatever. I don't need that anymore because. You know, you know, I can, I can put on put things that make it sound, sound like I'm in like Costa, Costa, and I can write in my nice, nice comfy armchair, armchair with, with my coffee, coffie, and, and I, don't I don't have to have pay, to pay money, money to do it. To do it. I, can I can just sit, sit and be with myself, and I, I love, love that. that. 
I love to drive. Like, it's my favorite thing ever. Okay. Yeah, I know. So, I remember you saying and that. And so yeah. it was like kind of devastating when all this stuff started happening because they were like, don't go out of your state. And I was like, bullshit, I'm going to do whatever I want. And, um, <laughs> yeah, we so got that too. Don't, don't, don't leave me. Yeah. I got yeah. locked down in Shetland where you couldn't you actually, actually go, go anywhere, anywhere because they because stopped, they all, stopped the all the ferries. So it was like, well, yeah, you couldn't go from one island to another. That's so horrible. You couldn't even go to the mainland, mainland, you know? know? Like, it was... We were totally totally cut off. off. Ian had never spent spent as much time time with his in-laws as he did, you know, know, that 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 whole six months. months. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, And as soon as lockdown lifted, we moved. You know? It was like... The ferries, the ferries are open, open we're gone. gone. Like yeah. it, was, it was it was awful. awful. Yeah. Awful. But yeah. I learned, I learned tactics in de-escalation that I would that never have learned if it wasn't for the fact that I was that stuck, I was in, stuck a house in a house. Yeah, I, I feel like we all had I feel like God really gave us a you know, a real a good gift there during all Yeah, he did. He taught us so much. He taught us about enjoying life. Yeah, well yeah. And, you know, you and I were talking about before all these people, nobody wants to work anymore. And it's like because they know that there's more to life than working all the time and slaving. And it's actually a beautiful thing if you think about it. But, you know, we don't have to get into all that. But (laughs) but, it is um, a beautiful thing. And I must admit, admit, you know, know, I've had long periods of time where I've gotten to enjoy enjoy that. that. And And being a writer, writer, you you kind of... You have to have self-discipline. You have to have self-motivation. And I think a lot of people learned that in COVID because you had to have team calls and you had to, you know, work from home and you had to hand things in on time. And it it taught people skills that they would never otherwise have. But skills that you and me already had because we were already doing it, you know? Yeah, I think I got more respect after COVID because people would always be like, oh, you're home all the time. You don't do anything. And it was so funny. I was like, dude, you have to be really good at what I'm doing because you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are days where I don't do shit. Right. But um, there are days, too, where um, I have to, like, time everything in order to get it done. Yeah. And, and not I'm the just same. be lazy. And I had people, they were like, oh, you know, how do I go about my day and not be, like, completely lazy? And I'm like, I said, Yeah. It's not easy, is it? Because sometimes you just don't want to do anything, but you have to push yourself. And you I do, said, there's so many do. times where I had to really, like, push myself so I didn't get depressed, you know, because I, I am mm-hmm. seeing the same thing every day. I'm not going out. I'm not talking to people. You know, you yeah. and I had this conversation things. You know, we would talk and we found people because you and I are talkative, right? So we found yeah. people that like minds that we can talk to and have fun and, and at least have that sort of girlfriend kind of interaction right and i don't have that with anybody else so i haven't had that for years and so i would look for people sometimes i would sometimes they would just come to me like you and i sort of we just met organically i guess a weird way but um yeah we bumped into each other through the old publishing it was through phyllis yeah Yeah. and um she she liked my book she read um burning from within burning from within yeah her yeah, she actually said that. Yeah, and it's so funny because that book, I actually got a thread, got a thread over that book. That book. Somebody, Somebody threatened, threatened to sue me because I, I mentioned them in the book. book. I, you know what? I think I do vaguely remember that. 
Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I sent you, like, I remember sending you the screenshots, screenshots and, you're and you're like, really? And I'm like, and I'm yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I was glad I took the book down because I never wanted to defend, defend anyone, anyone with my journey, but, journey, but to, to, to think that he would go after somebody just just because he was a turning point in my life, I was like, okay. People are ridiculous. I am... I just, right now, just, like, thinking about all the stuff that we've been through... Um, just in the past 10 years writing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I mean, I've known you since 2009, 2009, 2010. Yeah. Cause it's been, I've been on 12 years. Um, my, um, <clears throat> I published her last chance. I think it was in 2009, 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I went to Comic-Con. Well, I went to this one. And that's where I met Phyllis. The very first one I went to. And um, Phyllis just passed away in June. Um, yeah. Last June. Um, actually, the June before that was June 2020. And it was so awful. <laughs> it was, yeah. I, yeah, I missed remember her messaging so much. you saying, are you okay? You know. Uh, I remember, well, you know, when Lori passed, I was so yeah. shocked. I was so shocked. And then shortly I after finding out. About I, I knew, I knew, I knew I more about her health stuff than I think anyone. Because, because yeah. that was how that was me and her connected. connected. Like, okay, okay Brian, Brian uh, was uh, it? Like, like, she loved she that loved wrestler, wrestler so much. So much and, we and we bumped, bumped in through, through him. him. And then it was like, she just opened up. Because she was like, oh, there's another author who's got health issues like me. And she, and she didn't have didn't that have connection with anybody else. else. But, but when, when you think about, you think about the fact that she was trapped at home, she had her knees replaced, she couldn't she shift the weight. Away. It, was it was only like, like it, was it was a matter of time. time. And I think and she, she knew that, that too. I was and so shocked by that. I mean, I knew that she had the, you know, she had the surgery and everything. And I was, um, <clears throat> I, it, I mean, it really hit me. I was like, holy cow. And then, mm-hmm. but there were a lot of, you know, a lot of deaths here in the last few years. And, um, a lot, a lot of authors went, went. And, and I don't and think, I don't think people, people really realize, realize that. that. I mean, for, I mean, for me, me, I lost Rachel, Rachel Kane last year, and that was and cancer, cancer, and she wasn't, she wasn't very public, public about, about the cancer, cancer or about the fact that she, she, she went, she, she told went, everyone she was going in the hospital. She was very public about that. But we all just assumed, oh, you know, she'll have time. But she didn't have any time, you know? It was so fast for her. I think... I mean, I, I mean, hated I the hated fact the that fact if you were on the, were news, on the news, everybody, everybody that, was, that an was an actor or a musician or that, that were, getting were getting the notifications, the notifications of, death, of death, but there was but nobody, there was nobody notifying, notifying other authors, authors and writers, writers of, our, of our, like, like our, losses, our losses, you know? You know? Like, it was like the Romance Society, society. <laughs> that, was that was it. Yeah, it was just rough. I, um, I was having a, I've had a... There was, I was talking to my husband, um, a couple days about this, like a couple days ago about this. It was, um, I think since, uh, 2016, I've had 11 deaths. Yeah. So I'm about, I'm about, I'm about 14 now. 12 now with like with people that, oh, actually more than that. 12, 13, that's 13. I forgot about her. That's terrible. Um, (laughs) well, I mean, mean, to give you an idea idea this year, year, I, um, I, um, I walked, I, walked, I, I, had I, I had a roommate that was going through everything I was going through. And, and uh, she, she found out she was terminal. She didn't have one. And, and she said to she me, said I don't want to fight it. I'm tired. I'm done. 
and I and almost had to, like, emotionally support her to the end. And, and I had two, two of them, them, two of my two friends. Of my one friends. was one a childhood friend, friend, and the other one was the one I went through hospital with. And they died within two weeks of each other. At Christmas like at Christmas of all things. And I was just like... I was like, wow. Like, Like, it was, it hit home to me, just like, and I said this to Ian. I'm like, we do not realize how little time we actually have on this planet, and we don't necessarily appreciate the time that we get. And I said to him, I don't want us having to do things during our day-to-day lives that we don't want to do. We want, we should be enjoying it. We should be enjoying our time on this planet together, you know, whether it's making a family, whether it's just making a home, we should be we having, should be experiences, having experiences, experiences and making memories, memories together because, because we don't know if we're going to make it to the old age pensioners in the cure you, know? you know? You don't you know what's around, around every corner. corner. I mean, I've I mean, been I've in two car crashes that should tell people, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. And that's what I said to him. And that moment when I said that to him, it changed our lives completely. It changed his outlook, it changed my outlook, and we just kind of fell into this new way of being. With that, With being, that said, being said, who do you, who do wish, you wish you could, you could sit, sit and enjoy, enjoy more if you had, the, you time? had the time? Living or dead? Reading. Yeah, like yeah, any like author. Like any author. Oh, an author. Yeah. yeah. Like it has, like it has, it has, it has to, be to be a book that you haven't, you haven't read, read, but you, but you wish you had time to sit and read it. Or even a series. I'm putting you on the spot with this one. That I haven't read. That you haven't read. Because I've had authors say the ones they have read. So I'm 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 pushing the boat a bit. bit. (laughs) I don't even know. Because I actually had an author say I wish that they had read my stuff. And I was blown away by that. I was like, what? I've read all your stuff. Have you, have you, have you read, read the entire Rose World series? series? We're at book five. Uh, if you put something out recently, no. But, <laughs> yeah, I was pretty caught up on it. Yeah, because um, I, 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 I did Summer, did Summer of, him, of him, and it was, and a, it was big a big flop. flop. Well, like, I read Summer of Him. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe I can't that believe flop, that flop though. though. I was surprised. I, I mean, I've had, I mean, it's... <clears throat> Is it a flop? It's, it's, it, yeah, no. if it flops, it flops. But I, I was I, just I was surprised. Like, like I, I'd, I'd actually, actually like, really marked that. that. And then by when whose, I got by whose standards did it flop? Did it flop by book standards, the selling standards, or did you do you actually like the book? No, I no, don't. I don't. <laughs> don't worry about it. Let it go. So I liked it when I wrote it, and then when I published it, I was like, ah. Like so, I, it I just had a, ended up ended not being the, the the book that, book I, that wanted I wanted to write, to write. but I was but really, I was stuck, really on stuck on sort of writing Rose World at the time. You know, like I, I wish I that, that I'd kept, kept going and I hadn't, and I hadn't stopped, stopped and, and, and Joe hadn't stopped, stopped working with me at the time as well. Like I wish that we had just kept going. Like he said, like he's trying to get me to write it again. Like he's trying to get me to go back in and work on the book series, but. I I think that it's we been have a long time away. away. I think we have to admit that like there's just yeah, some yeah. things that we sucked at, and like yeah. I've had a couple books that just sucked, and yeah. and I knew it 
when I was writing it, but I put it out anyway because I was just like, you know what? I'll just get it over with and done because I already wrote so much. I'm just going to finish it. I really wish I wouldn't have done that, but to be honest with you, it's been a good learning experience because I know what I don't want to do and I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, so now I have a better sense of myself and a better, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like a better sense of taste right mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. um, before, I just didn't care. I was more about putting things out qual- quantity than quality. Quality, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, at that point, because I was young and dumb, I felt like um, that's what I wanted to do because the more I get out, the more people will see I have books and I can sell all this stuff and make money. But I didn't have quality stuff. Now, I am a quality writer. I can write very beautiful things. And I am a beautiful writer. You but... are. You are a beautiful writer. Thank you. <laughs> but I... I should know I, I read, read her read stuff, her guys. Stuff, guys. <laughs> but I have written stuff that's been absolute shit, right? So, um, and I know that. And I know going into it, but I was just like, eh, who cares? I just want to but make some money. we're not going to write perfect every day of our lives. Like, like, I mean, yes, I mean, it's yes, a business, business, and yes, we yes, should be no, aware of what we're No, we're but I think but, we have but, to have integrity, too, at some yeah, point. Yeah, we have to have integrity. <laughs> but, and, and I think, I think sometimes, <laughs> like, like I was saying to you, I'm, I'm working on a book for HarperCollins. Uh, not HarperCollins, Harlequin right now. And, and it's a cowboy, it's a cowboy book, book, and it's got, and it's foster, got foster children, children in it, and it's got, got disabled, disabled children, children in it. That's, that's a story, story that, that I'm integrally attached to because I believe in promoting ways to help disabled children to people that wouldn't otherwise know it. it. And if I can, and if I can reach, reach thousands, thousands of people through a romance story doing that, I'm going to do it. But if Harlequin turned around and said they don't want it, that doesn't mean I'm not going to put it somewhere else where somebody else believes in it. Because you and I I both know that, 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 you know, know, making making it is not not about about having a traditional publishing publishing house. house. I couldn't care less if I had it. I couldn't care less if somebody big published it. All that means is taking more rights away from me. I'd much rather put my own stuff out, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. For the amount of work that I do, I still have to promote myself no matter what, where I go, because I'm unknown. Virtually, you know. And, um... And well, that's you're okay. Not to Harlequin, and you're not to to Harper Collins. Oh, I know that much. You know, but 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 for for years I haven't done anything. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, s- since my brother passed away, I've just like haven't it's given a shit. You know. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so, but now you know, I would say if I had to read a book, um, you're asking me if I had to read a book, if I had time to read it, I actually bought a book recently. It's humongous. Mm-hmm. Wait till you see this monster. She it. says she after, after I've, I've read, read like, like the Thor, the Thor series, series with, with Ian, Sarah J. Mass, that is huge. Wait till you see other fantasy, fantasy novels, novels that have been no, 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 I've read fantasy pages. novels. That is that a is big, big book, book. <laughs> I will tell you. That, 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 I can tell you, listeners, that is a big book with gold leaf and everything. Eight and a half by eleven, small print. Oh, um, good luck with that. Eight hundred, I think it's eight hundred ninety-six pages. But let me look. I've written, I've read, read way bigger books. However, eight hundred that size, size of print. Yeah, eight hundred and seventy-six pages. But this book is humongous. But anyway, I just got it. Um, I ordered it, and I I paid twenty-five bucks for this book. Um. And actually, I was like, because I'm cheap with yeah, books. Yeah. 
And I'm like, this is a lot of money. And I got it. And I was led to read the first chapter yep, and yep. the last. So you so jumped, jumped to, the, to end. the end? I did. Was it worth and, it? Yes. Anyway, and I, um, I've read it and I knew that that's all I was supposed to read. <clears throat> I don't have to read the rest. And I'm done with it. But I paid $25 for two chapters. Yeah, that's, yeah, crazy. that's crazy. And it's huge. But it's very I would heavy. Make, yeah, I would yeah, make I myself read it. I mean, I've, I mean, I've, I've had books come, come in because I, 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 I had subscribed to Fairy Loo for a while. So I was doing the Fairy I know. I looked at, I love your stuff looking at that. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. And I love the candles and everything. But with like how living expenses is now, like I had to stop it. But, but I loved, I loved it, it because these books, books would come would through, and they're, and they're so, so beautifully, beautifully done. done. As authors, As authors I, don't I don't know, know. It's, people it's people I would I never, never pick, pick up. up. And, and I feel like I feel it broadened like my sense, sense of awareness, awareness to a lot, to of, a lot of different material, material out there that I would never otherwise know. And I wish I just had time to, like, because I'm doing a BA honors degree, an open degree in English and creative writing. And I wish I just had the time to just sit and read and just just enjoy it for what it is is. like right now i'm reading fiona Fiona cummings's new novel into the dark Dark, which was sent to me by her publisher publisher. and i'm so grateful grateful for that because i love fiona cummings and she's so easy to read but i just wish that i could just sit and actually like go through every Catherine cookson's and read it for pure enjoyment and not be reading it to learn from it or to take it apart like that would be my, my kind of I'm going to do that when I'm reading stuff, stuff and then I'm going to start talking start like, a, like a, somebody from England North England somewhere and Ian's going to disown me as his wife um, so is there an author past or present who's influenced inspired and made you excited about books and if so who and what exact book was it absolutely yes J.K. Rowling Harry Potter yep 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 I knew that was coming that's that was the biggest one. And then uh, Terry Goodkind, uh, mm-hmm. the Sword of Truth series. Um, and he passed away, too. He just I know. passed away um, yeah. I think a couple years ago. Yeah. That one was rough. I, I was like, man, it sucked. And um, all the good all ones the good are ones passing, are passing away. away. Yeah. Don't, don't they have don't the same good, good ones die, die young? young? Old ones, old ones are forever. forever. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's been. Um, it's been kind of insane the amount of people that have been dying lately. <laughs> so, um, yeah, because it, it really, makes, it really you makes you think, you like, think, like, holy crap. crap. You know, we're kind this, of getting this... used to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I, it's I, weird. I watched, I watched more true, true crying, crying now than, now than I, I have ever watched in my life. Yeah. It's very it's I don't very know if that's a scary thing or not. It, 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 well, you know, my dad's been watching a lot of CSI stuff, like, constantly, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so depressing. Stop watching it. But, um... It's fascinating, it's fascinating because it's, because it's, it's almost, almost like an, like an out, out for what, for we're, what actually we're actually living with. with. In a way, in a way like, like it, it, I like I the like murder, murder mysteries, mysteries and stuff, stuff now because it's like, like I, don't I don't need to think, think about, about fuel prices, prices gas. gas. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, almost like you're like you're so focused on well, who killed this person that you just blank everything else out and you just ignore everything else. Yeah, and you can and lose, you can an, lose entire an entire day, day in, this in this series if you, if you, if you know, know if you're watching, watching it close, close enough. enough. Um, um, 
and, yeah. I've, and I've, I've, I've seen myself, myself do that. Like, that. like I've, I've seen myself painting and, and look and up, up and I've completed the entire series and been like, when the hell did that happen? You know, like it's yeah. I've been doing that. Like we've been watching a lot of sort of. Netflix. Netflix. Well, Netflix, but I've been watching. I, I can't even explain the type of movie we've been watching, but it's definitely a type. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's been. Cinephone it's, is another, it's one, another one everyone's, everyone's watching. watching. What's that? Cinephone. Oh, I don't know. Um, Amazon, Amazon is, 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 is now, like, now like one that, one that everyone's, everyone's tuning, tuning into. into. It's so it's weird because, so like, when like, I talk when to I people, talk they're, to they're talking, talking less about. about Satellite, satellite cable, cable TV, TV companies, companies now, and they're doing more talking, talking about, about yeah. oh, did you see the show on Amazon, or did you see the show on Netflix? I am still going to remind listeners and, and listeners about this podcast, I do not get the American market here in the UK, so a lot of the shows that I get are from the US side, are like two, three years out of date. So, so I'm like two, three years behind you guys. Like I just find, I just find Quantico. Quantico, Quantico is a must-see must for, for you. I'm not, not joking. Not joking. I, I, watched I watched the first, the first season, season, right? Yeah. And the entire time I was watching the first season, season I'm like, I've got to tell Danielle this. I've got to tell Danielle this about this show. Because it was just like, for some reason, I connected you and the main character together. Like, I almost, it was like, she was like the reincarnation of you. Except for you, if you were the actress in question, would have married the Jonas brother. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so you would have married Nick Jonas, Jonas, if you know what I mean. But, but like, like, just that just whole, whole show was so intricate and detailed, and, and so many characters, characters was in it, and they all tied, all tied in together. together. I, honestly I honestly could hear could you hear saying, saying, this is a this freaking, is a freaking crystal, crystal book. Yeah. I am watching a crystal series, right? Like, I honestly could see you enjoying it, and I was like, I've got to tell Danielle about this one. I'm, yeah, on I'm on season two. two. I'm on season I'm on two, two, and I have, and I have not, not quit it yet. yet. I am close to quitting it. I have not yet quit it. That's funny. I had um, uh, we were watching a manifest. Um, well, right, yeah, okay, yeah, and so um, you know, they're getting ready to put the final season on because Netflix took it over. Yeah, yeah, and I've been waiting for that to happen. And um, there's a and Teen Wolf movie, movie coming. Coming. <laughs> Teen Wolf. <laughs> Do you remember that TV series too? Oh gosh, yeah. So, uh, um, so uh, that's so going to be a movie that's coming out next hilarious. year. I feel like they they just keep doing the same movies over and over again. But um, but yeah, now um, I don't know. I guess that book that I was talking about that would be the one I'd read. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, um, I always think I always it's think funny because like when I ask that question, everyone will automatically just get stuck. I like it. I like that. Yeah, it's a good one. What genre do you feel you are drawn to when you visit bookshops or online bookshops, like bookstores? Like, is there a specific genre that you say, okay, ninety percent of the time I go there? Actually, not anymore. It's kind of changed. Um, I used to just read romance novels like all the time. Yeah, and then I would read, you know, like I like Harry Potter and anything that J.K. Rowling writes, and yeah, I stopped that. I read all the wizard books that I could possibly get my hands on, and I read those. Yeah. So I'm done with that. Oh, we well, were writing one, so, so I should know. Yeah. yeah, and ours is good, right? Um, ours is ours better, is better than, than, half than half the stuff I've read this year. I know it's really good. It, I, I just couldn't. I couldn't write anymore. But I know. Um, no. I'm almost well, ready. Well, I was thinking about picking it back up. I really was. Um, I think we I should. Think we should. I, think we I think we should. Um, yeah. Um, uh, it's just. You know, it's just. I couldn't. 
at the time I wasn't ready and I had to stop because I didn't want to put out, like I told you, I'm not into mediocrity anymore. I can't do that. We so, have to put out the best book possible. And I, I, I want to self-publish that. I do not want to go with a publisher right. company for that. And I, um, I was, uh, when I was going through that, it's just, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't mm-hmm. come up with anything anymore. And I didn't want to do it, do it half-assed. So I kind of put it yeah, to the side. We've um, not got much to go on that anyway. No, there really isn't. I mean, we have the whole story lined down. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's just a case of finishing the ending. It's the ending that's uh, kicking, kicking our ass. ass. Yeah, well, I, I have the ending in my head. And I have I the just perfect ending. Right. So I, I had the perfect it. ending in my head. I really do. And it's just, I, I wasn't, I, spiritually, I don't think I was in the right spot because the way I want to do it, I wanted to have it exactly right. And I'm sort of a, at this point with this book because it was so good that I wanted to be almost like a perfectionist with it. And I He's didn't want to settle. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I have no need. I'd rather not do it. I'd rather it blow up than, than yeah. do it, yeah. not do it justice. So, um, I, 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 right now I'm reading, um, books i mean seriously i'm reading books of the bible um that have uh that have been taken out and i've been reading yeah, um, yeah. spiritual uh enlightenment books all over the place i have this whole house is filled with them um i've been reading um books on you know krishna i've been reading books on jesus i've been reading books on buddha i mean it's been all of these different spiritual spiritual journey. journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am. And so I'm in a different place in my life. And like the four agreements is such a tiny book, but it was so, it was very impactful and I really like it. But all of these books here have to do with, um, ascending, but I was reading, um, the lost gospels of Thomas and reading, um, the books of Adam and Eve. And they're not in the Bible. They're nowhere because they've taken everything out. Mm -hmm. And so they're very, very interesting and they're insane. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, they, so they are. are. You've got to remember that some, some, some of the some books of the were changed because they were trying, trying almost to, to change the outlook, the outlook on Christianity, on Christianity for a long time. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, it's messed up. So, um, you know, and, and, and I have issues with that also because um, I taught, you know, I'm not here to offend anyone. I mean, I suppose if you get offended, that's your problem because that's your ego telling you that you have to stick yeah, up for yeah. something that's not your business. But um, I am not Catholic and <clears throat> the Catholics took out a lot. Um, yeah, they basically just pillaged the book. And um, so there's so many things that were changed and so many things that were like completely taken out. And I know this because... Uh, extensive research on it extensive onto all the different religions and i've been put i've been this has been like my um like life, like, the, like the last six years life's work yeah it's a, journey. It's, it's a journey so, we all have to go through yeah so uh right now it's been uh i've been doing a lot so that's what i've been going through right now and so right now i'm reading spiritual books so well, for, well, for me, me I've, I've, I've just, just been on like a, like a, I've been I've reading, reading everything to do with my course, with my course. and I hate, I hate it because it's, because like, it's like, I'm not picking, not picking up a book I want, I want to, pick to pick up. I'm picking, picking up books that's attached to what I have to, to you know, study. So I've read Stardust. I love Stardust. I didn't get the movie and I had no clue. What? I didn't get it. That movie's amazing. 
I had no understanding of it. I took the book. I had no. I struggled with that book. Neil Gaiman. Wow. Yeah, I struggled with it. Now I'm reading Ursula, the science fiction political one. Again, I you you know me. I don't do space. I don't do that kind of stuff. So I'm like struggling, struggling. But I have but picked, I have up, picked like, up, like, to get to me get through me it, through I've had, it, to, I've had read to read books with the books, books that I'm reading. So, like, when so I, like, read when I read Thomas Hardy last, last year, year, I had to pick, had up, to pick up another, another period, period drama, drama to read along to read with, it, with it so I could so actually, I could actually get, get through it. Because Thomas Hardy, I would say, I can't remember the title of Thomas Hardy, but it was one of his longest one And it was a struggle. And he's a great English writer, but he was just too focused on landscaping for me to get it. So, I struggled this year with my reading, but I've read Kelly Armstrong's Bit, which, by the way, was better than the TV series. I'm reading her second one, Stolen, which is fantastic. I actually read Shiver by Maggie Steifer, the one that did The Raven Boys. I'm sure the... The, re- the, re- the listeners the know who we're talking who about. I, I don't know. Um, that. Isn't but, uh, but, Tess and the Dubervilles by um, Thomas Hardy? Yeah. 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 But it wasn't that one. It was, this was a country one, one. And it was and about, it was farming, about farming, farming and shepherds. and, and, and oh. it, was, it, was, it was rough because, because it originally was written to be in a May, well, it was in a magazine and he released it every quarter. Which was Which fine, was fine if, you if you were reading it every quarter. quarter. However, However, I was I not was reading not it every quarter. quarter. I was having I was to read it as a it novel, novel, and it hadn't, hadn't been edited, edited to, flow to flow as a novel. As a novel. So, it so it was really, really broken, broken up and, up and really, really, a real big struggle yeah. for me. Yeah, the, there's a... Was it Far there's From the Magic Crowd? That's the one. Yes, that was it. So, yeah, so it's... There's a lot of those really amazing books <laughs> that you have to read. There That's is a reason why I just struggled, struggled with it. Because well, I was it makes doing it, it for so study. Hard. I wasn't doing it for pleasure. Well, that, that's what makes it hard. It completely changes it. It turns this beautiful yeah, yeah. thing into this... <laughs> and I read Othello, Othello which, which oh, yeah. was so brutal. And I mean, I have PTSD issues anyway. And I'm just like, I think I've got trauma from reading this book. Never, you know, minding. That ending totally threw me, by the way. The ending of Othello. Yeah. There's a lot of rough shit going on here. I mean, to be honest, that's the opening to my course. Right? Everything I read. Shakespeare is rough to read anyway. It's like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's. You know what I have to do to read it? I have to get into character. Like I'm a. I did <laughs> too. I did too. I had to sit in the bath and read the characters' names and accent. So yeah, it's um, it's my shit accent, but I'll do it anyway. But yeah, it's it's I have to, and it's like I hear it. I hear the accent while I'm reading it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I mean, to me, like I got the pleasure. I read um, Elise Pierce's The Gypsy. I've never read that one. You have to. It is such a beautiful beautiful story story about a girl who goes to New York with her brother, brother, and then they they decide decide that they're going going to go to the gold gold mines. mines. And it's their their journey journey there, there. and it's what they they go through. through. And what this this woman woman goes through is such a woman-empowering story, and that's why I love Leslie Pierce, because her work is just so 
inspiring, inspiring for, women. for women. And it's, and it's she, 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 she writes, she writes about, about things that would, that would never be written about, about in our in our in time, our time period, period otherwise. otherwise. Um, um, and I got, and I got to experience, experience Elizabeth Chatwick. And her, and her amazing, amazing period, period drama, drama stuff. stuff. It was like, it was like I normally can't read, read a Viking, Viking novel because Viking novels, novels I, know I know all about the Viking culture. culture. I grew up with it. So reading so a Norse book is very difficult for me. I read hers and I instantly fell in love with it. I was like, yeah, she hits everything right. This is exactly how England reacts to us as Nordics. And this is the reason we got hunted and killed. Like, she just hit the bullet points perfectly. Oh, and I, and I, I fell, fell, fell totally, totally in love with her. I'll have to check her out. I just looked it yeah, up. Yeah. I looked up the um, the cover. So yeah, the yeah, Gypsy was, was by far one of my favorites, my favorites of hers so far. But I have like, I have, like other, other ones of her that I have to to somehow find to get. Well, I've got a whole pile in my beautiful, lovely bookcase, and I just I haven't had a chance to to read it. But I read Survivor. When I was younger, younger and and it totally totally moved moved me to writing writing. at a time where I didn't think think that, you know, with the dyslexia, that that was even a a possible option for me. me. But now I am finding people that accept the dyslexia for what it is. So it's good. But you need to check out A Court of Thorn and Roses. Okay. That's that series. Because you will devour it, but at the same time, your husband will be a very happy man. There you go. Hint, so hint, a, a twofer. It's a two it's for a two one. For one. Yeah. It's worth, it's the, worth money the money just to just buy the series. <laughs> and you can get, you can get them, them, um, you can get them you online, online as like, like the collection, collection edition, edition, so you can get all like, like five, five of them. Of them. I, think I think there's like there's six of them now though. And you can get them out all like in chunks. And they're cheaper that way. And it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Very cool. You're learning a lot. I'm a... I'm not a book snob, but I like to get deals on books because I always feel bad about buying a book because hubby's like, no more books. You've got too many. Has there ever been a book that you wished you'd never picked up and why? It's a really hard one. Um... I'm sure there has, but I don't recall. Mm-hmm. I don't recall any right now. There was there a, was for a, me, there was a book at XOXO Publishing, and I can't remember the name of the individual. But the book was like I couldn't even read it. It was so badly edited. It was really bad. And I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't even, I know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I'm dyslexic, like, like, you know that, I, you know, I fix my own grammar in my head, and everybody else is in my head, I just, I could not, I couldn't read it at all, and I, I feel so bad at the other, because it wasn't, it wasn't her fault, it was the fault that she didn't get, like, she was told the book was ready, when it wasn't, you know, and I have a, I think I still have, uh, PTSD from editing books and people getting mad at me for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. Like, I but, have those moments. But, yeah. Um, yeah. but you know what? I mean, to be honest with you, you know, the authors wrote the book. Really, it's their fault. Um, but mm-hmm. um, but the other part of it too is that um, sometimes when a book is just so good, you see past all these errors and yeah, yeah. I gotta yeah. say that that's been my experience where yeah, I've yeah. read it and I got so into it 
that it didn't even matter. And that's been a downfall of mine. That's one of the reasons why I did not want to publish anymore because um, mm-hmm. I actually loved the book so much that sometimes I just didn't see it anymore. And so it was, yeah. Yeah. I had a good heart and a good intention, Yeah. but it just wasn't enough for a lot of people. And I think that I think happened that with happened Nerdy's, Nerdy's Worlds because you got you really, got really into, into the characters of that. It was well, I never ended up publishing it. You know, it's, it's like it was um, sad, sad. It got, it pinched got pinched from some pinched from you by a different company that didn't actually appreciate it at all. That was me and Joe's big regret, actually. Well, I worked worked really hard on editing and worked really hard on it, and I was helping, like I felt like I was helping see a different part of it, voice. And you know, we changed some things, but I thought it was better. And it helped grow. And then it was just like, I God. get to this point where like, I would feel like so much pressure. And see, I never had a problem with my own books because see, I would edit my own stuff and maybe yeah, I missed yeah. 10 things or something. And I didn't really care. I was just like, you know what? If they can't see the story behind it, that's their problem. And that's yeah. kind of the way I always saw it. And then if I go through and read it again later, because I have to have fresh eyes and read it again. Yeah. And then I would find it an error and I'd fix it. And I, I never had arguments on my stuff. Like when, no, I mean, course. every once in a while I'd have people say, uh, oh, I found an error. And I'd be like, oh, well, who cares? You know, I let it slide mm-hmm. off because it's like, I'm not perfect. Nobody but is, I, and that's, that's the thing, the that, thing bugs that bugs me about publishing, is everybody well, expects you to be perfect, and, and I had not. people, like, flip the fuck out on me, even though I gave I gave everybody, when I published, everybody had the last say before it came back to me, if they were yeah, okay yeah, exactly. with it. So, it wasn't like I just put out something that was shit. But, mm-hmm. I had other people read things. I had other people go through it. I went through it. Other people went through it. Some of the stuff I remember that I Phyllis Phyllis going through it. Yeah, I remember Phyllis Well, going some of the mine. people that, you know, because I had to have readers go through it. You know, people, regular people yeah. that would read. And if they're missing it too, it's like because they were into the storyline. Well, then the authors would get mad. And then it just like, it just became something. It became something I hated. And I was trying to do something amazing. Yeah. So I, um, I learned a lot. And I'm, we'll never do that again. <laughs> but, um, you know, I had, I, I, I did learn a lot and I, I love writing and I love being creative and I love that about me. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I love that I had a good heart about it. Um, so, oh, I well. Think, I think the next, I think the next question, question I, I'm, I'm going to bring, bring up is going to be a bit one of a harder one for you because I don't really think, think you wrote, wrote very, very dark, dark characters. characters. Um, um, so, so the question, the question is, is, how did you, did you go about creating the darker, darker characters, characters that you used in your storyline? Actually, um, the first book I ever wrote was called Iris. And I wrote a very dark character. Extremely dark. He was nasty. Okay. Either somebody's here or the door just opened. Hello? Okay, my door just opened. That's, that's that is, that creepy, is creepy, and I can tell the listeners that it did actually just open. For I just uh, I have no idea who's in here. Oh, uh, it's a spirit. But they're in here. Yep. Just <laughs> <laughs> gonna sit down on the couch. Yep. Welcome them in. So, um, yeah, uh, I wrote the very first book I wrote. Um, I wrote 
my husband and I wrote it together. It's called Iris. And it is about a woman who um, is has a intuitive connection with a dragon. Wow. And anyway, um, it's amazing. It's a fantastic book. I had a few people read it. And in fact, I got an editor. And the editor was Stephen King's editor. Wow, that is and incredible. He helped me a lot. And I never put the book out. <laughs> um because I love this book so much and I wanted a big publisher to grab a hold of it. Yeah. And I I wrote Tor Fantasy and I also wrote um Piers Anthony. He's a um a fantasy author who's written like a million books. Yeah. And he read the book and he told me that basically I didn't have what it took to write at all. <laughs> and that's so that's mean, so mean. To, 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 say to say that to another, another writer, writer when, when it was really bad. It, 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 it was really kind of nasty and I didn't agree with him and I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't take it too personally. Um, yeah. but I read what he said. And I took it into, you know, constructive criticism. Yeah. Consideration, yeah. And um, I had other people look at it. And everybody that looked at it said they liked it. And Stephen King's Mm -hmm. editor, he picked it up because he liked it. So he doesn't just do that. So I knew that I had something that we had. My husband had something. Uh, But I knew that it was young you know because it's the first thing i've ever written so um i never want i didn't want to put it out yet because it was so good the idea was great and he even told me the idea most of the execution is good it's just there's something missing and so i put it to the side and now 10 years later actually 12 years later um i can see what he was talking about and I mm-hmm. can go back and now do it. And actually, it's funny because I see, like, the the potential in this book. But, yeah, I did write a very dark character. Um, actually, he's a horrible person. Um, yeah. He, uh, he's a, he rapes this uh, woman, the main character. And she, like, he tortures her. And um, it's very dark. It's very horrible. Uh, but he was also treated horribly. And he was also like um tortured by his mother so he's really messed up and so he did these yeah, things yeah. to this woman in sort of this like messed up sort of like love kind of way yeah because yeah, he yeah. you know he his own mother did this stuff to him and she said she loved him and she did this stuff and he was really messed up so i really got into this character's head and i had some life experience too that uh messed me up and so yeah, i put yeah. that into this guy and it was great because he was he was nuts, like altogether nuts, because I had me and he had me in him. He had like this horrible person in him, his like yeah, a yes. mother figure in him. And um, it was like a whole manipulation, like a narcissistic uh, template of crazy. And mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> it's like but, every but that's judge- good because, because it's, it's therapy. therapy. It's, it's you working yeah. through your issues with your couch. I do it too. Like a lot of my issues comes out in Marie, 
where I had had a secret secret relationship that no one knew about. about. And then then it kind of... I was was almost able able to write write about that secret relationship relationship through through her. her. And And it gave me closure. closure. And And sitting sitting with with Joe and creating that story and having him put in characters that help her was him helping me realize that I didn't have to be going through some of that awful experiences I'd gone through. And it really changed me. And I think a lot of what I've gone through does come through in the Marie Small series now because I'm able to objectively say this character is not me, but I can put my own experiences into it and I can make it real for other people. I still, and I said this to you before, I want to see that Iris book out because it is such a good book and it deserves to be out. And I don't think you should concern yourself about, you know, publishing is completely changed Everybody's changed in publishing. publishing. Editors Editors have changed. changed. Their mindsets mindsets have changed. changed. I think it's time to, like, just rip off the band-aid and finish it and go out and see if you can get it out The funny thing is, is the book has been finished. It's 800 and some pages. It's amazing. Um, It's a big one. It's a Mm -hmm. huge fantasy novel. Um, But those are the best, best. to be fair. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's a series. It's it's played for to be a series. Um, It ends very very well. And a funny thing is, is it talks about, I wrote this book with my husband in 2009. And this is the creepy part. It talks about everything that happened in 2020. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many. There's there's like, I I was writing writing Tesso. I, I, wrote, I down wrote down the outline, outline for Tesla, which was a which pandemic, pandemic attack. attack. Yeah, right? that's what this right? was. Yep. 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 And it was a and pandemic, was a pandemic attack. attack. And I wrote and this I wrote in like 2002, 2002 say. And, and then it happened, then it happened in, 2020. in 2020. And I actually, during the pandemic, I sat and I actually started writing the chapters for it. Because... For some reason, reason, I couldn't write it before then. But when the pandemic pandemic hit, it was like creativity creativity overload. overload, And I was able to sit and write it. it. The only problem was I was living with my mother who who is not not used to dealing with a writer. writer, And if you're sitting writing, the worst thing you can do is interrupt that writer because you can never, you never know where they are in their flow. And that's what she did to me. She kept interrupting my flow all the time. So I almost had to like put it down, walk away from it. And now I'm in a position where once I finish this next round of writing that I have to get done, I'm picking it back up, but I'm picking it back up for myself. I'm not caring if it lands with a big publisher or not, not. as long as As it's out there, because it's such, such, it's a story about a girl who overcomes so much. much. She goes from being, having her hometown attacked, to waking up in the rubble of her house, to then working with this crazy narcissistic scientist to undo the biological weapon that's being put into her town. They can't escape the town. And then and she then almost she learns, learns how to become, how to become a, soldier a soldier too, because, because she's got to go out and she's got to retrieve, retrieve people, people and she's got, she's got to do all these do all awful things, things to survive. To survive. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, to me, really tapped really into, into me as a person, uh-huh. because, because I was like, I was like well, would I be able to do that? Would I be able to go through all this? And I find the answers there in that whole writing journey. I love it, because I think... I think every writing writing experience experience should be be you trying to find something something or make yourself yourself kind of take a step forward in your life in some way. So what inspired you to enter the romance world with your own writing voice? Was it because there was books that was like 
like what you would like, like or no like, it's kind what, of a horrible thing <laughs> okay okay i'm curious, I'm curious. You've, uh, you made me curious <laughs> so um i wrote iris and it took quite a long time to write it it was uh about six months we wrote iris and it was fantastic and we loved it every second of it we had every day i was writing like i was <laughs> my husband will tell you it's insane how much i was writing i was writing like um he said the one day he came home i wrote 72 pages and he's yeah. not joking yeah. i mean that was like in the flow of what you're talking about you know with your mom interrupting yeah, well, exactly. yeah i was at home and i had i had two kids but when i started <laughs> But but they would sleep, and when they took a nap, I just went nuts. Like I was like in right, massive right, right, writing right, mode. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like I was automatically writing, like uh, like just getting these downloads from God, like writing and just having absolutely and and just into it. But um, yeah. yeah. At any rate, um, it was crazy. I was writing just like amazingly fast. And I'm making myself a hot chocolate, so this might be loud. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk in the other room. So after I push a button. So hold on one second. <laughs> the, the giant, the, the giant podcast, podcast series, you can actually, actually walk around, around this stuff. Well, except <laughs> for me. Except for except me, who was like, has like, to sit yeah. in the sofa so attached to the computer because that's so I'm walking over. Yeah. So I wrote that book with my husband. And then I was sitting there. And after we finished writing, um, I kind of made this joke that... Um, that's horrible. <laughs> I kind of made this joke that I bet I can write a romance novel really fast because I used to read them and I love them. And I'm like, I know all of the elements of a romance novel, but I never wrote one. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, all you have to do is have a woman, a man, a side character, a couple side characters that are quirky. I was like, you have to have some kind of, um, reason why she could never be with this guy even though she wants to and they're perfect for each other and there has to be an ex that comes back to cause some trouble okay yeah and then all of a sudden then they they realize because i've i've read so much and i've watched so much and everybody could do this right yeah then i and then they realize that they they could have been with each other the entire time and they feel foolish and then they just get with each other anyway right yeah so Anyway, I made this joking bet with my husband that I was going to write one. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in three days. So I actually wrote Her Last Chance in three days. <laughs> and then I wrote another book. Um, oh, my God. What was it? I have it. It's actually better than Her Last Chance, which is very funny because I never published it. It's an amazing book. But yeah. I wrote it in three days. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to write The Art of Seduction, which is the second book. It's after her last chance. Yep. So I wrote it in like three days. So in like two weeks, I wrote three books. Yep. And I edited them. And I started to think, you know what? These are pretty damn good. And then I was like, I'm going to put them out. And uh, I had a friend that actually she was uh, a, a a friend that um, was pretty young and yeah. I said hey you want to read this and she read it and she thought it was the funniest thing 
And I said, what do you think? Do you think it's good or bad? And she said it was good. And I asked my husband and he read her last chance and he thought it was a riot. And he's like, I, he goes, I actually really like this. And mm-hmm. so it's really funny. So, you know, I think I've read that, that one, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, it's, um, I put it out and it was all about this woman who, um, wrote this, there was a guy that wrote this, um, this, uh, into this tabloid, like a Dear Abby. Yeah. And he was confused in Connecticut. <laughs> so any, anyhow, this woman in New York reads it. Yep. And she, um, comes home because her dad is this like, like a matchmaker. So I made the yeah. dad, the matchmaker. And he Which is, is always a good always start because, you know, he's quite ridiculous in his matchmaking. Yeah. And so, um, he, w- he made up like that. He w- wasn't feeling well. Well, he had had a heart attack and then it was basically just indigestion. So he made it yeah. into more than what it was so he could get her to come home. So he was manipulating her. Yep. So she comes home and then she meets this guy. He has it all set up to meet this guy. And it's this ridiculous story, but it's so funny. Romans and then both are supposed all the to be fun, though. Right. And then all the characters are kind of like, they kind of flow really well into this whole story. So then she had a boyfriend who was equally as ridiculous, her ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And he was a family friend. And he ends up with her sister in the second book. Yeah. And yep. it's That's actually, it always goes. right. And it's just a really, really funny story. So, anyhow, that's what it was. It was sort of this bet that I could do it. That basically, romance writers don't have brains, and that I could write it. And, I do and it. she learned she a learned great lesson from that. that. I could. Tell and you. then I started writing romance for ten years. <laughs> yep. And I couldn't yep. get out of it. And oh, I, I know never that really feeling. went back to fantasy, and I love fantasy. Fantasy is my favorite. And I, I always consider you, though. I, I, I always get pigeonholed back into romance because it's like once you do one romance, romance novel, then all your readers expect romance, romance, romance. And then and when then you I don't write romance, like, it's like, oh yeah, my God, my you betrayed God, us kind of thing. Well, and I kind of got sucked into this whole thing and then I kind of couldn't get out of it. And then, you know, I thought, well, I'm making money and I was making a lot of money. Actually, I was making like 3,500 a month on my books. Which is brilliant money, by the way. Yeah, for for an independent uh, company that's like mm-hmm. me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. Yeah. So um, I was making really good money, and I was like, well, why would I stop? I'm not stupid. And then it just kind of, when my this brother passed away, I had no romance left in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no love left in me, I guess. Yeah. I yeah. was kind of like... Just you went through trauma. You went through something. It, that it was your massive. Life. It was massive. Like I just didn't want to write about it anymore. Yeah. And so I stopped. And I tried to write. I wrote. I actually wrote. I think three or four books. I had an author yell at me and basically tell me I was an asshole because I didn't do stuff to help her. And yeah. I was going through yeah. a massive. I was, one. I was going through a massive shift of everything and um she told me that i felt awful and i so i started to um 
try to pick things up and I really went after my business and I was really like I was doing my website again. I started mm-hmm. doing my podcast, all that stuff again. I started trying really hard, but my heart wasn't in it, but I tried just for them. Yeah. And then I realized for two years, I tried really hard for everybody else, but me. Yep. And, and nobody that else was, was like, trying for you. Right. And that was in the middle of me and you trying to write, um, the book and yep. the fire book. And, um, as I was doing that, I liked writing it and I loved it and I'm very creative and I know what I'm doing and I'm good at it. We both we know both what we're know doing. What yes. We're doing, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And yes. And, um, you do realize that, that every listener is going to ask us if we're finishing this novel now that we've talked about <laughs> it. <laughs> it's, it's very good. And I couldn't, um, I couldn't separate what had happened with me and, and the novel. And the novel yeah. yeah. I remember yeah, I really conversations. Yeah. So it, it was rough. And so now I'm sort of like mentally, <laughs> my mental health is really good. I'm on, I'm good. We're all back. We're all back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. It's just, uh, now it's the, uh, it's the, Doing it for what you love and rather than writing for what what is going to give you gain. Yeah, I'm not definitely worried about money anymore. Um, I really was never worried about money anyway. But now now I'm kind of like, I'll do it if I get to it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, No, I know that feeling. I I have that feeling periodically, to be honest with you. I kind of feel like it's like, oh, eventually I'll get to it. And it's like so bad. It's like. Oh, I really wish I wasn't like that right now, but that's how it is right now for me. And so I'm I, I think to... I think Firestorm will eventually, eventually be put out by us, but, but I think it's a case of like I was in a really bad mental health spot two years, two years ago as well, and I, th- yeah. I think you picked up on that too. And I'm not there now. Like I've I've overcome so much, and I've been through so much, and I've learned so much. That, that almost, almost like, like if we were to do Firestorm, Firestorm now, it would be just for just us for because us we've gotten to that point in our allies where allies we could finish it quite happily, happily without the pressure, pressure that, that yeah. we had before. Had before. And, and I think it would, think be, it would, be, it would be, be for us. It would be more for us rather than the readers out there that's been waiting for it. I think it would be just just peaceful for us in a way. I am ready to sense. just do things for me, like, and for, yeah. um, well, I got a question, that's, question a that's a little bit harder. Little bit harder. Is, is okay. the books that you write more like a movie in your head or a jigsaw puzzle? Oh, um, so everything that I've ever written in my life, I see it like a movie. Every single I'm the, same. I'm the same. I'm the same. Um, you can write so many authors say that, say actually. That, actually. Yeah. Um, but the um, the stuff that I get sometimes now, the way that I uh, get my information now, it's like it's understood that it like has to happen that way. So yeah, I'll get yeah, these sort of like stuff. downloads of uh, information and how it should be, and so I'll see this picture. This vision mm-hmm. of it happening, and then I just write it down how I see it. Yeah, and then so, it's like then a jigsaw like puzzle, puzzle later to kind of like put it all together. Yeah, um, no, it's just a little different than a movie, but it's uh, it's like realize that it's it's already happened. 
It's like, yeah. I already know yeah. it's possible. I mean, it's really kind of bizarre, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody's right is really different. So I, I, like, so asking I like asking that question because it's almost like a window into how our brains work. Yeah. And everyone has always said, oh, it's like a movie. It's like a movie. But there is like people that get jigsaw pieces. Like I've had jigsaw pieces, books that have been jigsaw pieces, but most of my stuff is like a novel. Yeah. Which character have you written that stayed with you the longest? Hmm. Um. So. <laughs> oh. Probably Zandria. That's the first character I wrote about. Um, she's um the main character in Iris. Yeah. Um, just because that's me. And I know what I'm going through now, and it's funny because everything I'm going through and everything I've gone through the past six years has been Iris. So it's like, it was almost like a fortune-telling book. Yeah, um, so it's yeah, like, so a, it's preparation like a preparation for what's coming, yeah. Yeah, it's actually really bizarre. And um, and I really I really love it that it, it turned out that way, but it's very creepy in the same time. <laughs> That's understandable. I mean, yeah. for, you know, I but think yeah, I, I, I go back that. and think about it a lot. Um. I would have said the next one would probably be um, uh, Ariana, and that's my daughter's name, but Ariana yeah. is the character in The Stairs to Andalai, and she's mm-hmm. the main character, and basically that's me. Yeah. yeah. It's this part it's of you that's kind of come through. Kind of so what so techniques what have you found helpful, helpful, and which, uh, ones which ones do you wish that you had never, never tried? Um... It's a tough it's question because I, I struggle with this one myself. I don't really ever wish I didn't try something. Right. So, right. Um, because uh, I think everything that I've ever done kind of leads me to the point where I am now or how yeah. I've gotten things done anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I would say, helpful wise, um, the biggest thing that I've done with my books at always since I started writing, the very first thing I did when I was writing Iris was I bought a, um, a poster board. I went to giant Eagle. That's a grocery store here. And I, um, bought like four or five poster boards. I'm a very visual person. So I wrote down at the top Iris Mm -hmm. and then I wrote down how many chapters I wanted. And I think it was 22 or something. Yep. And I wrote 20, I went all the way down from the top one to 22 same and thing as I, I do. Put, yeah. mm-hmm. And then I put three dots. And I had to have three points in every chapter. And I went three dots. And I went all the way down. And I went and I thought. I saw the book in my head. As I was doing it. And I basically wrote an entire book in my head. In a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go back up. And then I would think it all through. And then I'd picture it. And then. Yep. My husband and I talked about it, and we thought, what are good, what do we like to do? What kind of movies do we like to watch? And we would talk about it. Yeah. And so we yeah. like action movies, and we like movies that don't piss around. And we yeah. want ultimate yeah. power. We don't want these characters that are amazing, but have no power. That's bullshit. And yeah, we want yeah. ultimate power. <laughs> I hate that. So when we, were, when we read uh, Terry Goodkind's book, um, Sword of Truth, um, yeah. The main yeah. character, Richard Rawl, he doesn't have any freaking power. He's the most powerful guy, and then he never never knows how to use it. And it's such horseshit. And the entire yeah. time, yeah. we're like, and he's an amazing character. He's amazing. Yeah. 
And Terry Goodkind's an amazing author. But he really fucked up on that one. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you know, it just drove us crazy. It's like one day I just want to see it. And then he has this moment where he's in this, um, it's called The Temple of the Winds. Amazing yeah, yeah. book. He goes in, he has all this power. He knows how to use it. He knows how to wield the magic, everything. He walks out of the temple, forgets. The whole thing. The whole thing. Yep. And yep. then yep. 20 books like later, he still doesn't know anything. And it's so <laughs> frustrating. And it's like, yeah. it, it's like one of those things. It's like, I would say, a dick tease. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I you should try the, try the Umbrella Academy. Academy. Right. Oh, that. I love the Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, and it's like, I, I, yeah, I can't stand it. You know, I wanted mm-hmm. my books to be different. Did you and, not, uh, did you oh, not watch Riverdale? Did you watch Riverdale at all? I started to, but I didn't think it was appropriate. What do you mean you didn't think, you think, it, was think it was appropriate? Oh, appropriate I, for kids or what? Uh, yeah, I sort of got into this, like, I can't watch very inappropriate things anymore. So. Okay, as a romance as a author, romance that, author could that could be adjusting. I know, that's why I can't write that shit anymore. I really can't. I, had to, I, had to, I, I, went, I through went through a period myself where I had to skip over the steamy... Scenes yeah, because I can't. I couldn't read it, but the books were so good. I didn't want to like leave the books alone, so I would just like when it would start, I'd go, "Okay, I can flip a page." Because that's what I do. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I can't do that anymore. It's just so. Like, I, it's that's like, what I did. Okay, yeah. so here's on to our life questions. What's the first thing you do to de-stress from editing and writing? Like, what's your go-to de-stress end of the day? I gotta like chill out. Um, I like to watch, um, um, I like to watch movies and I'll watch like, um, like I have a ton of, you know, I have an extensive movie collection. Um, but I, um, I'll watch something, maybe do that. Marine Uh, five by any chance. What's that? You need to check out Marine five. Are you saying Maroon five? Marine Marine five. Marine five. Yeah. yeah, it's a series that the WWE, WWE did, and it's all like it's action all like, oh. movies, but it's appropriate. So it's just actually I thinking to myself there. No, no, um, no, I've never heard of it. Um, you need I to check it, to out. check it out. It's got yeah. it's got some of the some most crazy storylines story in it, but the car, the, the, the people in it are so, so funny, funny that you would probably spend probably more time laughing at it than you would actually like getting into the action. And I only say, I only this, say because this because I, 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 don't I don't very often, very often put them as over, over, but I will put them over, over for keeping a franchise running that maybe should have died after the first or second movie. <laughs> okay. They're, no, they're I've like five in now, now so, so, you know, I think they're committed to this franchise. No, I've never heard of it, so I'll have to check it out. And then um, you send me a message after you watch, like, the first two. I think you can get them on I think you can get them on Netflix, actually. All right, I'll check it out. I don't know. It's either Netflix, Netflix or, or Netflix. do you have Peacock or have you heard of Peacock? Yeah, that's NBC. Um, I don't yeah. do regular television, but oh, it's good um, because no, no, seriously, no, no. I I don't put I don't many, many of these, these over, over, but I will but say the Peacock is actually really good. Um, for like just shows that are appropriate for all age groups, but also having like they've got movies, so there's always movies you can like watch or you can like watch. Nineties like <laughs> comedy and stuff, yeah. I mean, I, as I said, I don't often put them over, but I, I will say that for them, you know, 
it's a decent it's a decent place to go. Yeah, I'll check. So, I'll check it out for you. What hobbies, what hobbies do, you, do enjoy, you enjoy, and what okay. ones what do you ones wish that you, you could, explore? could explore? Um. So writing is my hobby. I've been informed that that's my hobby. Um, oh, okay. And um, I do enjoy that. Um, what would you I love to explore more though? Um. Being a literacy mm, no, agent or going oh, into something no. like that? No, I actually tried to do that because somebody wanted me to do it, and I actually tried, and then I really didn't want to um, because I it's felt a lot harder like, than you think. Yeah. yeah, it's not that. I mean, I could do it, but mm-hmm. um, it's once again like it's like when I started editing and started Firefly Wisp. Yep, it took everything away from what I wanted to do at the beginning. Like exactly. I wanted to write and I'm a good, I'm a good writer. And then when I started Firefly and Wisp, I was doing all of it for other people because I yep. love to serve others. Yeah. And that's sort of my thing. And that's why I'm here on earth to serve others. And I did it to my own detriment. Yeah. And that's how this one started out too. I did it for, I agreed to do it for a friend. Yeah, and then basically it was a nightmare, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, it didn't work out. But um, it, I, happens. it happens. It happens. Yeah. Well, the only thing I'm just sad because I don't talk to this person anymore, and yeah. I was yeah. I thought we were really good friends, and I think she just kind of dumped me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I, think, I, I think I think that, that puts a lot of tension, a lot of tension on friendships, and I that's why like that's why, I like, tend to not publish with people that I'm friends with, and I have boundaries and stuff for that reason because I don't want to yeah. lose friendships. Well, I didn't have any well. boundaries because um, I was very um, needy, yeah. but I'm not needy anymore. <laughs> no, no. Um, um, so, is there, so is there someone that you craft, that you craft with? with? Is crafting is something that you do? So, and. Uh, Funny is there enough, not, is there any is other there way any you clear your mind, your mind um, uh, if it's not crafts? I'm very artistic. Yes. <laughs> um, I went to school for music. I have a degree in music. I'm very good at all instruments. I have a. I was a band director. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you knew that about me, but I taught music. Um, I did, I you, did you did tell me. I'm a French horn player. I'm very good at French horn. Um, I haven't played it in a long time. Actually, I played it yesterday, but my son, it's only because my son needed his French horn fixed. My son plays French horn now. I decided that when my son started playing French horn that I would stop playing French horn because I didn't want to overshadow his life. Of course not. Yeah, because it's hard Um, for them to learn as well. Yeah. Well, um, I was very, very good at French horn. Amazing, actually. Yeah. Um, Very talented. And I'm not just being a bullshit artist. I was very, very good. And... um, I decided that when he was going to play, I would not do that to him. So I sit back and if he asks me to help him, I will help him, but he doesn't ask. And it's like, he doesn't know that I even played French horn. He doesn't know that part of my life. Yeah. So the other day he came home and he was telling me, mom, I need to, um, I need to take my French horn into the, the, um, music place to get fixed and i said i start laughing i go why and he said because it needs all this stuff i said logan i said logan um you do realize that i'm a professional french horn player (laughs) and he goes (laughs) he goes 
No. Oh, he goes, that's right. I'm like, yeah. I was like, you can just bring it to me and I'll fix it for you. And he goes, are you serious? I was like, yeah. So he brought it home and he was really worried that it was going to cost a whole bunch of money. And it took me like 20 minutes. And yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I fixed it. And he's like, mom, I didn't. I'm like, he goes, how did you know how to do that? I was like, Logan, I played French horn for like 20 years. <laughs> That's okay. So anyway, I kind of dropped that part of me. But uh, recently, in the past few years, my mom and dad moved up closer to me. And um, yeah. we kind of have this thing on Wednesdays, a standing thing, where yeah. we do crafts on Wednesdays. So every Wednesday, I go to my mom and dad's house, and um, we do crafts. So I paint, or I do... Um, my mom has a Cricut, one of those uh, Cricut machines, that, the cutters, vinyl. All right, yeah. And... Um, we make signs and we're going to do craft shows here and um, all like fall, like for the fall yeah. and the winter yeah. craft shows for mm-hmm. Christmas and everything. So we sell our stuff. So Ariana likes to cook and bake. So Ariana's baking cookies and stuff and I'm setting up everything, you know, cause I do design and everything. So I made all of her designs and her business cards and all that. And um, I have really good, like um, a good eye, artistic eye, I guess on stuff. Yeah. I've always had that. So I'm able to come up with the ideas and then my mom does them or Ariana does them. And I kind of just sit and every once in a while I do something like I painted. Um, I'm really good at painting rocks. Yeah. So I paint those and I mean, it's okay. I don't really like doing any of it. I kind of hate it, but you just like the um, idea like part, the, idea part, the coming part, up with the, the ideas up, and stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Like I said, I, I really think that I could have quite a business of coming up with ideas and just yeah. selling them. But I, I don't I want to do it. Next Fiverr business, you know. Yeah, you actually, it's actually. I like your, your romance story, and um, uh, I like writing. Like you know, I like your fantasy novel or your crime novel or whatever. You know, I I really could do that. I think I could make a ton of money doing that. I really do. I I would yeah, and I just be I would be the first one to give you a review and an accreditation for it. So yeah, yeah. So um. I myself, I myself have a long-term, have long-term illness, illness that, that means I have to sit down and appreciate the day. And I think and I anybody think that's, that's sad, dealing with dis- disabilities, disabilities long-term health illnesses actually have this understanding from when we're diagnosed. But what makes you like slow down and smell the roses and just take in the day as it is? I mean, everything kind of boils down to 2016 for me. When my brother passed away, everything changed for me that day. Um, I stopped everything. My whole world just stopped. Stopped. Yeah. Um, I, um, started to like, I always, I feel like I always appreciated things, but now the understanding of it is so much deeper. Mm -hmm. I really strengthened my relationship with God and a lot of people was very turned off by that. Um, but I don't yeah. care. Um, no, it's, it's and, not up to them. It's up to you and him. No, no, it's not. And I, and I, um, I stopped worrying what other people thought. Um, that was a huge thing. I started caring about more what I thought, which yeah. I never did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do appreciate it, it's a good life lesson for everybody, by the way, by the is, way. To, is to, you yeah. know, there's yeah. some, there some relationships you have to keep, have to keep between, between you and, and, and God. And, God that, and that, that, that's one of them, you know? And I think, 
it's it's, it's something, something I, I I don't preach. I've never I've been never a preacher. Been a preacher. Um, uh, I have been, I have been you, know, you know worked with teenagers, worked with teenagers and brought teenagers, brought teenagers into the church, into the church and, 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 helped and helped guide them. But I always but said I always your said, relationship with God and everything you need to know is between you and Him. It's a conversation you need to have with Him, and the only people that can have that conversation is you sitting alone in worship with Him. And I was right, I was and right. I, I've and helped, I, I've a, lot helped a lot of people realize that. that. And I, I and still, to this day, don't go out. I don't preach on doorsteps. I don't stand up in stand church up in and church share my testimony, testimony or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, it's my personal relationship with God. And the only time that God's called upon me to actually write something was called Finding God in Hope. And that was to show that God can be the center of a relationship. And you can build a relationship with God and your partner through that. I didn't care it wasn't a successful successful novel. It was something that I had just had to write write because it was what was moving my spirit at the time. And you know what? I'm very grateful for that. that. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've had, I've been going through the same thing. Um, I do not have any health issues, uh, currently. Um, I stopped taking, I stopped taking all kinds of medicine in 2017. Mm-hmm. I completely stopped everything. Anything that I've ever taken, I haven't taken anything, not even an ibuprofen. Um, yeah. I stopped all of it. I stopped anything that wasn't natural going into my body. I stopped it. I actually stopped eating a lot of things. I stopped drinking a lot of things. I stopped really like doing everything. I sort of went on this whole journey of finding who the hell I am. And um, yeah. it, it was pretty crazy. And so... I started getting a lot of information about that after, you know, I decided that this is who I am and I'm done doing that. And once I realized and, 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 um, that life is so much bigger than the dumb shit that we go through every day. Um, I started appreciating everything so much more and, um, I've slowed down in my, my whole world sort of slowed down in that way. Yeah. And sped yeah. up at the same time. The outside world sped up, of course, but the whole world, as in me, Danielle's, Danielle's world, yeah, right. Me finding my who I am and who my husband and I are together at this point. After my brother passed, yeah. Um, yeah. it was a lot. It was there's a lot. There was a lot of things that happened here um, spiritually, but a lot of things that happened to all of us and how we reacted to it and how everything sort of flowed together but yeah i have stopped all of it (laughs) um which is a good thing because it it gives you a chance to enjoy the day as it is and and to be yourself so what's your favorite sorry go ahead i mean i i go outside and i look up at the sky yeah and i go outside and i sit with the birds Mm -hmm. and 10 years ago, I wouldn't have gone outside and looked at the sky or sat with the birds. I would have been like, yeah. I got to do something. I got to hurry up and go and write. I got to go finish this. Yeah. Uh, I don't have time to do that. Um, I go outside, right? I go outside and I, I sit in the sun and I mm-hmm. feel the sun on my skin. Yeah. And when it's raining, I don't even rush. I don't even care. I walk in the rain. I enjoy the rain. I feel the rain go in my hair and I feel it and it feels amazing. I go outside, I shovel snow, you know, I, I spend time out in nature. I ground myself to the earth. I go outside and bare feet. Never did yeah. that. Yeah. Always worried about ants or spiders. 
It's like all the stupid shit I was worried about was so dumb. And I was mm-hmm. like, I- I'm finally free for the first time ever. And I feel Yeah, great. exactly. <laughs> well, what is your what favorite is your place, favorite to, place curl to curl up in? Like, is like, it is during the day, like a garden, a cafe, a rear's nook? I love being in this little house. It's my favorite place. Um, See, I knew I the also, answer to that one, but I still have to ask for the show. <laughs> I also love my bedroom. My bed is very comfy. And yeah. my daughter, she cuddles with me. And when I when I am over at the other house, I'll like if I say I go upstairs and take a nap or whatever, she'll come in. She's just like the cool light band. She opens the door and just she's in. <laughs> and she'll come in. She'll lay down with me and cuddle with me. It's sweet. And, um, but yeah, if I needed, if I need some time, I do really love this place. This place is really awesome. It's just, we've kind of made it like into this really calming place. I have crystals everywhere. So it's like very balanced. Yeah. The energy is very balanced over here. It feels good to be here. It's it's like having little bits of me all over your room. (laughs) Yes. There you go. I had to make that joke. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it's actually funny because I said I had crystals everywhere and I was thinking about you when I said it. So it was very strange. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's been fantastic fantastic to have Danielle Danielle on today with the Book and Life podcast. podcast. As you can hear, hear, every episode episode is supposed to be just a sit down conversation between two friends over a cup of coffee. And you guys get to be fly on the wall for that. And there has been a lot of stuff that you get to learn, maybe not just about me, but about my guests too. So thank you all for coming today. And we look forward to seeing you next week where we will have an even more exciting experience and conversation for all of you to enjoy. Thank you. Thank you.